Hello world and welcome back. This is Kairi by Cutica Health with your host, the man. Today we're looking at ovarian cancer, what you should know. Yes, what you should know about ovarian cancer. First things first, what is ovarian cancer? Now this is when there is uncontrolled multiplication of abnormal cells in the ovary, forming a tumor. The tumor has the potential of spreading, invading, and destroying healthy body tissues. Our next question, how does it present itself? Most women have no symptom in the early stage of the disease. But presentation may include, number one, poor appetite. Number two, feeling full quickly when eating. Number three, feelings of gas in the tummy. That is when you feel bloated. Number four, pain in the tummy. Number five, constipation or diarrhea. Number six, bleeding from the vagina. Number seven, unintentional weight loss. Number eight, back pain. Number nine, heartburn. Number 10, getting tired easily. And last but not the least, number 11, shortness of breath. Now that we know these two things, let's look at what causes ovarian cancer. Ovarian cancer can occur in any female with an ovary, but it is more common in women who are in menopause, mostly within the age of 50 and above. The risk is higher with increasing age. However, some factors may increase the chances of a person getting ovarian cancer. Let me share with you a few of them. Number one, genetics. A faulty gene has been linked to ovarian cancer. Inheriting this gene or having a history of someone with ovarian cancer in the family increases the risk of developing the disease. Number two, family or personal history of breast cancer or bowel cancer. Number three, history of radiotherapy for previous cancer. Number four, smoking. Number five, overweight. Number six, History of early onset of period and later onset of menopause, over 55 years. Number seven, nulliparity. This means you've never been pregnant before. Number eight, taking hormone replacement therapy. And last but not the least, number nine, endometriosis. A condition where the tissue in the lining of the uterus, your womb, is found in other sites. Our next question, can the risk of ovarian cancer be decreased? Let me tell you this, lifestyle modification has been shown to have a marginal effect on reducing the risks associated with ovarian cancer. Some of these lifestyle modifications include weight loss if you're overweight, quitting smoking, cutting down on your alcohol intake, eating a healthy diet, and exercise. Surgery is also an option because a woman may opt to remove her ovaries where there is a significant risk. Now, let's look at our next question for today. Is it possible to screen for ovarian cancer? I know, is it possible to screen for ovarian cancer? Screening helps in diagnosing the disease early. Early diagnosis allows for early intervention. This means treatment can be started early and this increases chances of fighting the disease. Screening is recommended for women with a risk factor. It is advisable to begin from ages 30 to 35 or 5 to 10 years younger than the age the youngest family member was diagnosed. And now let's look at the next question. How is screening done? First, a complete pelvic examination is done. Then, a transvaginal ultrasound and another test called a CA125 blood test is done. A transvaginal ultrasound is a type of ultrasound that involves the passage of a probe or a thin tube through the vagina to look at the ovaries and other pelvic structures. 
Now the other test, CA125, is found in blood in large amounts when there is ovarian cancer. Yearly screening is recommended for patients at risk. And let's look at our next question, what are the treatment options? If a diagnosis of ovarian cancer has been made and confirmed, it is often advised to commence treatment immediately. Now the type of treatment to be administered depends on a few things. Number one, the type of ovarian cancer. Number two, the size of the cancer. Number three, the site of the cancer. Number four, any spread to other sites. And number five, your general health. The mainstay of treatment is chemotherapy and surgery. Other treatment options include radiotherapy, hormonal therapy, targeted therapy. You and your doctor will work together to decide the type of treatment that is best for you. Now let's look at our last question for today. Will treatment lead to cure? I know this one most people want to know about. Will treatment lead to cure? Let me say this. There is a higher chance of going cancer-free if cancer is caught early. However, there are also other factors in play, like the type of cancer, the degree of spread to other sites, etc. Sometimes, patients relapse after treatment. This means the cancer comes back. In a number of women with advanced cancer, treatment is very difficult and cure may be impossible. Palliative care to alleviate symptoms and prolong life may be the only option. So in summary, ovarian cancer is the most common cause of death from gynecologic tumors. Women with or without a risk factor should endeavor to get themselves evaluated when they notice unusual symptoms. Women with a significant risk should request for screening at an earlier age just to make sure that you do the best for yourself to protect yourself and your health. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. That is all I have for you. Now, for more information on health-related topics like this, simply log on to www.cuticahealth.com. That is C-U-T-I-C-A health.com. And for more episodes like this, find us on your podcast platforms like Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Podcasts at Carigo by Cutica Health. I hope you always stay alive, healthy, and kicking. Don't forget, this is still Carigo by Cutica Health, and I am still your host, Aman. I'll see you next time.